Blog Talk Radio. Fantasy, sports, and politics. You want to talk back? You in the right place. So take a step back before I get all up in your face. I know you got to live. You know what God's mind. But there's like 50 other dudes holding on the phone line. Your voice will be heard, sir. Next caller, please. And if I don't concur, we can agree to disagree. We're talking fantasy, sports, and politics. Hello, ladies. It's me. It's me. It's Mr. FSP. Do what I do because I do it for you all every day. And guess what? I'm back in the building ready to play. So what you got to say? Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, I know I was a little corny, but that's what I do. Now, listen, it's time to talk about week five in the NFL. I've been missing. I've been AWOL. I've been doing my real world life type thing. Granted, I love this, but it don't pay the bills just yet. So once it does, I'm going to wait for y'all to cash me outside. But with me is my, you know, ace. I'm not going to finish that part because it will be offensive to him. But he is a boon. And his real name is Jeremiah. No, not Jeremiah. Excuse me. Jerry Taylor. Uh, Mr. Taylor. I didn't call you the master because I ain't doing that. How you doing today? I'm doing quite well, sir. How are you? I'm excelente, por favor. Yay, yay, yay. Um, now, listen, I've been on for a minute. The show hasn't been on Saturdays. Uh, so I apologize to everybody about that. But I can't have Jerry doing too much. I want him to go to cardiac arrest, uh, you know, with his other stuff he got to do. He's kind of old, weak heart and all, you know. Because I was right about Watson taking over Houston. I was also right about Jacksonville leading the AFC South. But I'm not going to jump on that just yet. Just yet. JT, it's been a minute. For, uh, three weeks to be exact. Um, so you want to catch me up before I catch everybody up on what we're going to talk about today? What's been going on in the world of Fantasy uh, Not much. I mean, you know, you, I know you've known about some uh, major injuries to certain players. Dalvin Cook last week is, yep. is a blow to a, to, a, to a lot of teams, a lot of teams, including uh, mine. But um, fortunately, I, it, it, hopefully, I should say, people have um, maybe not replaced them, but um, is able to get someone off the uh, waiver wire or – had them in there on their bench that they can slip them in there and um, uh, get not maybe not the same production, but at least get some uh, reasonable amount of production from that position once Dalvin Cook is gone. Um, you got a couple couple He's not the Packers. Only Wait a you got a couple yeah. Packers that are, are down. One's doubtful to play in Ty Montgomery. You got one that's still in concussion protocol. Not sure if he's out of that yet. He may play tomorrow. I'm trying to think who else is out there that's got uh, injuries. Um, you got Derek Carr, Mariota. major. Wait a minute. 
relax. Relax. I'm going hitting the quarterbacks now. You got uh, uh, Derek Carr, who's dealing with uh, somewhat of an injury like Tony Romo had, a, um, a, a, a back fracture that uh, he's pressing to play, but um, it's supposed to be a two- to six-week injury somewhere around there. And then you have Marcus Mariona, who's got a hamstring. Um, I would think that they probably uh, weigh on a, a side of caution and not make matters worse and have him sit out this week uh, dealing with a hamstring, being that he's a mobile quarterback. And uh, <clears throat> there you have it. You have quarterbacks uh, and Rob Gronkowski. This, you see this every year. Uh, I think since he's been in the league, that he misses some few games, and he missed this this past week with a uh, a groin injury, if I'm not mistaken. Hopefully that he can come back in week six. But this is Gronk. You, it feast or famine with him. Uh, you, when he's in there, it's feast, and when he's out, quite naturally, it's famine. So it is what it is. Um, see if there's any wide receivers that uh, Mari Cooper has got the drops. Michael Trapscree is dealing with. Um, <laughs> Um, a chest injury. Uh, I'm trying to think with anything else out, out there that's uh, uh, major um, right now. Nothing. Nothing I can well, think of. Oh, one, one more. One more quarterback news, people. And I'll be talking about this on the master plan tomorrow, at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we specifically talk about fantasy. So. Uh... <laughs> so, but, 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 one more guy, one more quarterback that people have been dying and clamoring for because he, if he comes, if he plays and he's healthy, he's probably a, a, a top five quarterback. Andrew Luck is back at practice, at limited, limited practicing, but he's at least he's back at practicing, step in the right direction. That's all I got right now. Good. Good. Since you were talking about strictly fantasy, fantasy. Um, listen, ladies yes, and gentlemen, sir. there's more than what JT talked about. Um, but that's a good start to the show and um, information that we're going to talk about today. If you want to get in on the conversation, the number to dial is 347-637-3220. I know I don't give that out all the time because I like to just uh, – Chit chat with Jerry a lot, but you might have some fantasy questions. So you can dial three four seven six three seven three two two zero, and we'll punch you up and bring you on board and and uh, see what you got to say. Now we got a quick and trigger. I'll drop you in a hot in a heartbeat. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I know that. I know that's that. what. And, we'll and do. you know, and you know what, people? Um, there there is not going to be any hostilities today on on the air. So I, I'm oh, just really? I'm just referring to one person. In particular, that's saying that we're going to renew our hostilities on the air. There are no hostilities here. There is never any hostilities. <laughs> so we're going to have it's some, love. It's love. some, some um, uh, uh, very interesting conversation, and we go take it from there. It's not never hostile. Never hostile. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do I got to bring up several occasions to remind you? Okay. Anyway, I have turned um, over a new leaf. We are not going to get hostile on here, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I know how to push these buttons, 
And when I'm ready for him to get hostile, you're going to know. You are going to know. So, with that talk about my said, Talk about my Texans the wrong way. You know it's going gonna, it's gonna to be live here. Well, well, it ain't the wrong way. It's nothing but the truth and the whole truth. So, yeah, okay. if you want to keep like that, we're we going to get down. We're going to get down. How you How's feel? Jacksonville treat? How, how's me? Jacksonville treating you? I, I know they're – how is Jacksonville treating you? I know they're on top of the AFC South. First game mm. of the season. First game of the season. Um, and yeah, about the we, first game it, of the it, season. It, wait a minute. Wasn't it the first game of the season? It was the first game of the season. Yes, it was. Just listen to – just see. We're not talking about to, that. We're not talking about head-to-head. We're not talking head-to-head. We're talking overall who's sitting on top of the AFC South right now. Um, let me look. Let me let. Don't tell me. It's don't tell me. Don't tell me. Oh my goodness. Let me look. I I just said don't. Let and me he's see. a professional, he's, ladies and gentlemen. He is a professional. Mm-hmm. Well, let me put it this way. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Now I'm looking at the record, and there's fourteen, three teams. With the exact identical record, one and one at home, one and one on the road, one and one in the division. They're all two and two. Oh, no, the first two are two and two. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The the, the uh, all three of them are two and two. And in the conference, only Jacksonville and Houston. That's the AFC conference, not the division. In the conference themselves. They are two and two, and Tennessee is one and two. And this is telling because, uh, and I, I, I can, th- I think that one team can can keep it up, and the other team uh, uh, is just. Uh, I don't think they can keep keep it up. They've one team that's on top of the division has scored 109 points four and a that'd be Jacksonville seven, right 109.4 this right? can I can I get this out please can I get that I'm not going to be I'm not going to get hostile with you Victor I'm just going <laughs> yes, to state, state the facts here state the facts here one team has 109 points that they scored and had have had 74 points scored against them the team that's in second place because the Jacksonville beat Houston in the first game of the season. Okay. Um, Bill O'Brien had a foopaw in the mind and decided to play Tom Savage oh my for, wait a minute, for a half. And when he realized that he had made a mistake, he put in Deshaun Watson and the team has taken off ever since. But, that's neither here nor there. That's not what I'm trying to get to now. What I'm trying to get to is but Houston's isn't that what second. I said the entire wait, time? Wait, wait, wait a minute. Houston's in second place. They've scored a hundred points. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm, can can I can I finish this? Can I finish this? Because it. it, it I mean, it, you it, can, it, but you're just it, trying it, to justify how no, wrong I'm not, you are. I, and I'm not trying to right seem bad. I'm not. Try, I'm not trying to, Victor. You're not going to get me to be hostile. I'm trying to lay out the facts as <laughs> as they are in the division. I'm I'm just I'm just and I'm not finished with just Houston. I'm I'm trying to lay it out, and and you're you're preventing me from getting my point across. 
So please just take take a back seat for a minute <laughs> and listen to what I have to say. Okay, Fox News. All right, thank Fox you for, News. Okay. Thank you very okay, much. It, it, it's it's fact news, not Fox News. It, it, it's, I mean, I should say it's it's, it's fact news. This is fact news. This is a different station other than Fox News. This is fact news. Anyway, Houston has scored 110 points, one point more than Jacksonville. Okay, no problem. Uh, and But they've had 88 points, 14 more points scored against them, which is minuscule. Um, but it, but it, it's just oh, significant. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 14 points. They played four games. So that's like three points more each game. Give or take about three, three and a half points more a game, something like that, Some, something like that. Okay, that's 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 not that much. Three, three and a half points, not that much. I mean, it could, it could be the margin of victory. One point can be a margin of victory. I understand that, but it's eighty-eight um, points. One of the better teams in, in the uh, ALC on defense is Jacksonville and Houston. Okay, now we get to Tennessee. Tennessee is also two and two, but. The problem is that they've gotten beat by um, Houston. So they're sitting behind Houston, and their conference record is one and two, which it, it makes a difference. So they played um, three games in conference and one game out of conference. Um, and right now, the uh, um, um, Tennessee has only scored 100 points, and the defense is lacking, which I'm very surprised. They they've scored they've had them scored 126 points against them. That means their margin of error is there. There is no margin of error. <clears throat> but all these two teams are two and two, and um, things are going to change this weekend. Kansas City has a I mean uh, Houston has a very tough task this weekend playing Kansas City and um Jacksonville is is the uh, uh playing um and I'll get her up in a minute cuz I, I just had playing Pittsburgh they're playing which is a very which is a very tough tough task so Kansas City is in Houston which gives advantage to Houston but Kansas City is undefeated Jacksonville is in Pittsburgh and that's a very place, very tough place to play. So that's a very daunting um, task. And Tennessee is at Miami. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, this is the first home game for Miami. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, this is the first home game because I think they've been were on the road. Uh, they were in England, and then they were on the road the first two two two, um, two games. Um, so, and Tennessee goes in there. Lacking a possible quarterback, so the first three teams could, could have a shift on who who takes first place or who keeps first place in uh, in this division um, this weekend. And it, it, I can see this is going to shift back and forth. But I would have to say this: and if if you uh, um, are Disputing what I have to say, uh, it's because uh, you you're not thinking right. But but that's neither here nor there. This is what I have to say. Go going go going going forward is this. Going forward, I'm thinking, 
and I, and and even if I wasn't a Houston Texan fan, I would say this. I'm thinking because here we go. Wait a minute, because of the quarterback play of the three quarterbacks that are leading that are one, two, three in the division right now: Jacksonville, Houston, and Tennessee. The one with the most upside in the quarterback play is Houston. Is Houston. Um, the, the first two teams, Houston and Jacksonville. Wait a minute. Houston and Jacksonville have very good quarterbacks. I mean, very good uh, defenses that are probably only get better without major injury, probably going to even get better as the season goes on. But you have to question the quarterback play in Jacksonville because it's Blake Bortles, and Blake Bortles is very shaky as a quarterback versus Marcus Mariota, who's a very accurate quarterback. Wait a minute. Marcus Mariota. I didn't say anything about Deshaun Watson. I said Marcus Mariota, who is a very um, – Mariota. Mariota is a very dynamic quarterback and able to limit – really limit his turnovers. Um, that's one of his strongest suits that he doesn't turn the ball over that often besides being able to be uh, um, mobile. And Deshaun Watson, who's – in my opinion, only scratched the surface of how good he can be. Your floor. Well, it's always been my floor. So let me explain this to everybody so they get a full understanding of where that analysis came from. That analysis was uh, biased. Not very, but it was biased. Because if we're talking about the quarterback in the division that uh, currently, currently uh, is the best out of the four, Currently, it is Marcus Mariota. And currently, um, Deshaun Watson has done very well under, uh, under uh, the auspices of his head coach. However, however, um, I said this would happen when and if they allowed uh, Watson to jump in and take the reins of quarterback. Because somebody was touting Tom Savage all summer long. Tom Savage, Tom Savage, Tom Savage, Tom. And all of a sudden, they got to change your heart. It's okay. I understand. You know, mm-hmm. with age, wisdom doesn't always come until someone younger says it. Uh, but it's okay. Now, Houston does stand a shot at winning this division again with Watson under center. However, I do believe Jacksonville is going to continue to surprise people. In fact, I believe Jacksonville will win today at Pittsburgh. I'm, so, I'm just so, telling you that so defense that, of Pittsburgh. Wait a minute. We haven't got to the, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get it out. Um, Jacksonville's defense is going to make it very difficult for um, Ben and friends to do well. Uh, and this is going to play into the Steelers' type of game. I do believe they're going to run Leonard Fournette maybe 25, 30 times, which is going to allow Marquise Lee and Alan Hearns to become more valuable in the one-on-one department, as well as Mercedes Lewis. Um, now, with Big Ben and, and uh, Antonio Bryant having their issues, I guarantee you they're going to try to force the ball to uh, Antonio Bryant, and he's going to be double-covered. 
Ramsey is going to cover him along with the safety. Now, can Antonio Bryant do can beat double Brown, coverage? Brown, yes, Brown, can. Antonio Brown. Brown. Yeah, I'm sorry, Brown. But Martavius Bryant, after coming back off of his several year suspension, has yet to show up. Has yet to show up, and I don't know if it's going to happen. Um, and that leaves Le'Veon Bell. Now they ran him 35 times last week. 35 times. He's back into football shape. Will he be able to do the same thing against this better Jacksonville defense? I cannot say that to be certain because I don't think they're going to let him do it. I think uh, Connor might get some touches in this game uh, only because they're going to have to play ball control offense because they're not going to be able to pass that much. I saw people drop Ben Roethlisberger in fantasy football. That's crazy. You don't drop Ben Roethlisberger. That's right. Several people did. I was able to pick up Ben in a couple of those leagues, and I dropped Jay Cutler for him. So I upgrade by eons as my backup quarterback with Ben Roethlisberger. Okay? So uh, we can start with this game, um, which is fine because uh, we've been talking about it, and we'll talk about the Houston Cavs. But to be in, in perfectly frank, Pittsburgh is not that good of a team this year, whether it's because of uh, young people in the secondary or it's the fact that uh, Le'Veon wasn't there during the preseason, but everybody on the same page. They're on the same page now. And things change. And, you know, we got to find a way to uh, figure out where Pittsburgh is headed. Mike Tomlin does a great job trying to keep that team under control. Um, they're three and one, but I don't see them uh, running away with that division, the AFC North. I think this week Jacksonville has a good test against Pittsburgh, and Houston has a major test versus Kansas City, who can be thrown on. They can be thrown on, but their defense is just as a, is just as good as Houston's. And to be quite oh, I, honest. I totally agree. Um, I think I think this is going to be a nail biter of a game. Because if they shut down, I'm talking about Houston, if Houston shuts down uh Hunt, which nobody's been able to do over four games, that means Alex Smith is gonna to have to win the game. Not saying he can't do it, but Tariq Hill, who people said don't get Tyreek Hill in fantasy, shut your freaking mouth up. Tyreek Hill is a burner. All Alex Smith has to do is just throw it as hard as he can, as far as he can, and he'll go get it. And you can't stop Travis Kalise and Tyreek Hill. Now, once Conley decides to step up and become that second receiver, you got a shot. On the Houston side of the ball, to help Watson, you got somebody back at the other receiver who's dealing with a hamstring issue. Um, it's not Kenny Stills. It's Fuller. I believe Fuller is back uh, this week. And that helps uh, the now targeted 25 times a game uh, Hopkins become open. But they're still lacking in the tight end department. Now, you got a one-two punch with Miller and uh, Foreman. But uh, I'm not sold yet on that running game. I'm not. But my pick, Pittsburgh-Jacksonville, is going to be Jacksonville. I'll let you give your pick. And then my pick for Houston-KC to me, honestly, that's a coin flip. That is a coin flip 
but if I have to pick, I'm going to pick KC to remain undefeated and win by a field goal. But go ahead, pick these two games, and we'll move on to the next two. All right, the first game and to me is a no-brainer. Um, look at the look at the look, look at the teams. Look at the teams Jacksonville has played. Texans, they played the Titans, and they played the Ravens. Other than the Texans, um, there's no – and that was just a half because Deshaun Watson had to play from behind. Um, other than the – and he's the only one that, that helped get a, uh, um, a touchdown in that um, Jacksonville-Texan game. But they played the Titans at home, um, and the Titans still are not a not, – um, a, uh, uh, a, um, Offensive powerhouse, um, relying on the run a lot, and I just told you how much how many points they got scored against them. So uh, I, I, you'd have to question that win, even though it was against a division rival. And then they go into London against a team that's never played in London before, and clearly didn't show up at all. Oh, geez. just one. Clear, clearly didn't show up before before that game. The Ravens had the number one defense and 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 their offense, and it's been proven out. Their offense is not a juggernaut. It's a questionable offense with questionable uh, receivers. No no dynamic receiver on there, and they're looking for running backs to run the football. Terrence West is not there. Javoris Allen's not working. Now working it along with uh, Alex Collins, um, so th- they're 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 searching for an offense in Baltimore, and then they then they go to New York and loses to New York Jets. So what's that telling you? That um, the Jacksonville Jaguars they lost to the Titans in Jacksonville. And they lost to the Jets, who most people thought were the, one of the worst teams in football. So highly inconsistent Jacksonville goes to Pittsburgh, where Ben plays the best. No-brainer to me. I like Pittsburgh. It going to Kansas City, going into Houston. I told Vic the first game of the season, Drew Tom Savage was hot garbage for a half before Deshaun Jackson got in there. And you can see the, the offense pick up. Um, but it was his first game as a rookie, and he was going in in a very bad situation, down by twenty-something points. Um, so having to throw the football, not being able to run the regular offense um, from the beginning. So after that, um, he'd won the last three games. Oh, he'd won the last two games. In reality, he won the last three games. The defense lost the game against New England. Because he balled out and outplayed Tom Brady in that game up until Tom Brady threw that touchdown pass. So, Houston going against Kansas City. I hate to say this. I really hate to say this because I, I, I'm a huge <laughs> Kansas City. I'm a huge Kansas City fan. I like Andy Reid a lot as a uh, play caller and the way he runs his offense. Um, this game is a toss up, just like Vic says. This Homer. is probably one of the be- best Homer. games, one of the, one of the better games to watch, uh, and, and that's 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 the God's honest truth. This is probably one of the best. 
one of the better games to watch. We're going to go to another one that I think is going to be a real good telltale game to watch too, but I'm not going to get into that. Picking this game, I'm, I'm a homer. I, 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 I like Houston at home. I think, oh, God. I really like Homer, Houston at home. Homer, I think I, Homer. I, I think I think it's going to be a real close game, and I like Houston. I I got it. I I can't I can't see myself. I, I, I wouldn't be I, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised if Kansas City won the game, but Houston plays well in Houston, and they have a lot of confidence in this rookie balling out. Um, I said to someone two three weeks ago uh, when they when Deshaun first arrived on the scene that this looks like, or could it be, Dak 2.0, Dak Prescott from last year. And I, and I, I truly believe it because um, I think that was in the first week that he totally had the game plan, and he played well the last two weeks. So um, he could be seeing Dak 2.0 from, uh, again. So I, I like Houston, but it's, it's going to be a nail-biter. Real, It's going to be close because both these teams are – Pretty similar. They're pretty similar. So it is what it is. You, you done? You done? I'm done, man. I'm done. You done? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm excited I'm to watch saying. this game. All that, yeah. I'm decided, excited, really excited to watch too. this game. I am as well. I will be watching it. It's uh, Sunday night football, and it mm-hmm. should be a good game. Mm-hmm. Homer for you again. But by all means, you have said that Houston should be five and zero. That by, by what you've been saying, five and zero. No, but no, they should be. Three, they true. should. They anyway. should be three. It should be three and one. They should be three and one. And, and if you if you had seen all the games like I have, and especially the New England game, who they had that one, and but but the the defense it wasn't the offense that let them down. The defense, which was surprising, let them down in Foxborough. No rookie had ever beaten Belichick in Foxborough. And Deshaun Watson had him beat, and the defense let him down. That's all I can say. That's Let's all. Move it on wasn't, it, to, to, to a game. Go ahead. go ahead. Let's move on to a game mm-hmm. that uh, doesn't involve one of your favorites, so you can't be a homer like you, you don't know really that. are. Um, you don't know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, listen to every broadcast we've done since he's become a Houston Texan fan. He believes Houston should be sixteen and zero every year. Go no, back I don't. And listen to. I'm no, I don't. You, that's what he's no, saying. No, I don't. No, I don't. But, but. No, I don't. But I'm. Yeah, you do. I'm, yeah, you do. I'm, yeah, you do. I'm, yeah, you do. No, I don't. You, you, you. Yeah, you well, you can't tell me that you, you thought Houston had that game won against New England. No, they didn't. They should now. I will agree. I will agree that they. I will agree that they made a very strong comeback, very strong. Um, but uh, they Watson surprised me. He threw for what three forty six, three hundred forty six yeah. yards. Yeah. And 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 dismantled that secondary. But the Patriots secondary has been awful, awful to the point last Thursday when they played Tampa. They played a cover four the entire game to make sure nobody got behind them. They made sure nobody – that's how awful they are, that they had to play a cover four the entire game so Jameis Winston couldn't go deep to Mike um, Evans or Jackson 
So it, it listen. My my passed away grandmother could have thrown all them yards on the Patriots. Every oh, quarterback Here we has go. thrown for over three bills. Has thrown right, for over three bills. Let's on move the Patriots. on to the next game. But speaking of the bills. Okay. I, I, do I sense some frustration? Do I sense some no. frustration? I no, I'm just saying that you, you, you're, you're harping okay. on a dead horse. Let's, let's, let's just move on to another game. Ah, so the Bills. Let's talk about do Buffalo we, and Cincinnati. Now, Cincinnati has really surprised Not yet, but I'm going to get it from you. Um, <laughs> Cincinnati. No, you won't. Cincinnati has a – yes, I will – Cincinnati has very, very – they've been underwhelming. Disappointing. Underwhelming. Disappointing. Buffalo, well, yeah. But, but Buffalo's 3-1. and one. They have a better record than the Patriots. Who would yep. have thought it? So, you know, let, let's examine this Buffalo Bill team. Shady McCoy has not had a very good season yet, fantasy-wise or personally. But somehow, someway, this Buffalo Bills team is 3-1. and one. They don't throw to the receivers, which is partly because Tyrod Taylor has more confidence in Charles Clay, who, by the way, is still on the waiver wire in some leagues for some odd reason. He should know. not be on the waiver wire anywhere. Nowhere. <clears throat> and that's because... I'm looking at Tyrod Taylor as Michael Vick 2.0, meaning he's not as a dynamic runner. But what did Michael Vick do? Because he couldn't throw to Roddy White. He couldn't throw to uh, any of his receivers. He made uh, Algie Crumpler a fantasy stud, a must-have. Most of y'all don't even remember who Algie Crumpler is. But because of Michael Vick. Mm-hmm. He became a fantasy stud, and that's what's happening with Clay. Now let's flip the switch and go to Cincinnati. Their tight end stud, supposedly, Tyler Eifert, can't seem to get on the field. He continuously is injured. I believe he's out for this week. Yes, um, he is, and for the again, foreseeable future. Correct, for the foreseeable future as well. Mm-hmm. Now, and I said this early on in the, uh, in the preseason, I think that Marvin Lewis will be fired as soon as midseason, if not earlier. Joe Mixon is doing what he can. He's pretty much the starting running back. But Giovanni Bernard has to be in there because Cincinnati has to come back in most games. Unfortunately, I think they're going to have to do the same here, mainly because Buffalo is going to do a ball control offense. They're going to dump it to Clay. And when you double-team Clay, Tyrod's going to roll out of the pocket, grab a few yards if he can, or he's going to dump it off to Gil- uh, not Gillespie, um, uh, uh, Tolbert or somebody else um, and not use uh, Zay Jones like he should. I believe they just cut one of their other receivers. I can't remember who that receiver is at this point, but they just cut another. Uh, it was a uh, he was in Carolina, Brown, um, Smokey Brown. I can't remember his name, uh, but they just cut him. And this is going to be a game that Cincinnati has to win. They're going to have to. Buffalo just 
comes off the upset victory of Atlanta in Atlanta um, because the defense played its role. I don't see that changing. Um, I'm going to pick Buffalo. Ordinarily, I'd pick Cincinnati because I know that A.J. Green is about to get a touchdown or two in this game. Joe Mixon is not going to see the end zone, uh, not against this defense. Um, but I do believe that Buffalo is going to win this, and Charles Clay hits the end zone because uh, Cincinnati can't cover the tight end. I ain't worried about the one-on-one receivers. I'm not because I don't think Tyrod understands throw the ball outside from time to time. But uh, I do believe they're going to win this on defense and the strength of their running. Shady might get in the end zone twice. He'll finally get in the end zone. Because I don't think Shady's been in the end zone, but maybe one time this year, if that. And it wasn't on the ground. It was through a pass. So uh, that's my prediction, Buffalo over Cincinnati. Go ahead, JT. Best scoring defense is Buffalo, believe it or not, people. Buffalo has only allowed 54 points in the first four games. 54 points in the first four games. That's like 14 points, uh, less than 14 points, like 13 points or something like that, a little more than 13 points a game. 13 points a game they're allowed against NFL teams. And the last two weeks, they played Atlanta last week and the week before that they beat the Broncos. So Buffalo's played the Jets, Carolina, Denver, and in Atlanta. In Atlanta's home stadium, their brand-new spanking stadium with that high-powered offense who, who they uh, beat 23-17. to 17. That's the most points any team uh, in, the, in, the fir- in the first four games has scored against them, 17 points, and that was Atlanta. I think they had one of the highest-scoring uh, offenses last year. Cincinnati is still trying to find out who they are. Marvin Lewis doesn't know who, who they are. It took a firing of the offensive coordinator to put the be- their best running back on the field and, and give him some more touches than Joe Mixon. True, I don't think the Brown organization um, um, is going to fire Marvin Lewis midseason. Um, that's not how they do business. Think they're going to wait until the end of the season and realize they got to move on to to get a, a, a different voice and, and and a different coaching staff in there to shake things up and try to get more out of this team. Uh, I think they go down. Uh, I, I really believe that Cincinnati um, has offensive issues and for whatever reason um, can't generate enough offense to. Um, week to week, scored zero points against Baltimore, nine points against Houston, had an offensive explosion in the, in the second week against Green Bay and scored um, 24 points, and then uh, against hapless Cleveland, in Cleveland, um, who hasn't won a game, uh, and it doesn't look like they're gonna, we're going to win a game anytime soon, it scored 31 points. Now they're going against the, 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 the best scoring defense in the NFL. I like Buffalo. 
All right, let's move on to the Jets, Jerry's favorite team, versus Cleveland. You're now, not going to get me going. Todd Bowles. <laughs> Todd Bowles has done the unthinkable. Todd Bowles gotten two wins for the Jets, back-to-back weeks. Back-to-back weeks. And yet Cleveland, who I feel is the better team, has none. Um, which is interesting to me because Kaiser has thrown, I believe, 10 or 11 interceptions uh, in four games. And he is their best option, unfortunately. But we've got a situation here, JT. Your J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 are traveling to Cleveland. And Bilal Powell is the starting running back. Their receivers are, uh, who knows, they've got uh, Curse and, and Anderson, and that's about it. But the one shining moment or offensive player that they can rely on is Powell and the tight end, Mr. Jenkins, who they're featuring a lot more. Flip the script. And you've got uh, Duke Johnson or Isaiah Crowell. Who to play? Who to play? I can tell you right now, I personally have given up on Isaiah Crowell. I have. Duke Johnson is the better uh, all-around back because he can run and catch. And I think that's what they're going to have to do uh, to move forward and get a victory. I'm talking about Cleveland. Do I think the Jets go 3-0 and in the last three games um, in Cleveland? The answer is no. I think Cleveland finds a way to get Kenny Britt in the end zone. Duke Johnson gets in the end zone. And I also think that the Jets uh, make this a competitive match, but it's not going to be a a good one. Deshaun Kaiser is going to have to run around and score. He's going to have to, um, to make things happen for this team. Uh, not much more I can add to it other than Jerry's team has won two straight games. Todd Bowles is now uh, not tanking like uh, some people said he would, namely Jerry Taylor. He wants You're to not win. Going to get me he hostile. wants to keep his job. And I'm not trying to, but he wants to win. You're he wants trying. to keep his job. And by winning two straight games, he's making Jerry very proud. A little upset that he left the the, the, the jet stream, you but are, you know, I don't want Todd Bowles to lose his job. You I, are so. Wrong. I just don't. So I'm going to turn it over you to you. Are so. Oh, you want Todd Bowles to lose his job? You are so. You want, wrong. Do you want him to lose his job? No, I, I'm just saying. I'm just asking. Do you want him to lose the, his job? All, all, all the things that you're saying. You are trying to create a hostile environment, and it's not going to happen. <laughs> are you saying you're going to report me to EO because I'm trying to create a hostile environment? You are, you, you are, trying, you are trying so hard to bring out that fire in me, but it's <laughs> not going to happen today. Oh, God. Okay. Anyway, okay. anyway, let, let me get but to I my announcement. 
Talk about yeah, your let, Jets. Let me get yeah your Jets. My, jet. it, my former team that I that I, I and I I'll tell it was my former team that was five years ago. Get over it. Anyway, um, you know what? Let, let me t- let me tell you people. Let me tell you something about this game. The Baltimore Ravens, the New York Football Giants, and the Chicago Bears. You know what those three teams have in common? They've scored less points than the Cleveland Browns. Believe it or not. Scored less points than the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland scored 63 points. Baltimore Ravens have scored 60. The Giants, the high-powered Giants, supposedly high-powered Giants offense, has only scored 60 points. The Chicago Bears have even scored more than the football Giants. They've scored 61 points. Cleveland has no shot in winning this game. No shot. Now, I could be wrong, and... The real Jets rise up and Cleveland finally gets their win because the Jets have scored 75 points and, and has 92 points scored against them. You know how many points the Cleveland Browns? 107. So this is a, is a who, who gets to the finish line first at a fast walk? That's, that's basically what it is. Who gets to the finish line first at a fast walk? Because both these teams are, even though... The, Excuse me, the Jets are two and two, are nowhere going fast. But I do like the Jets in this um, because Cleveland's got too many issues, and one one thing is the quarterback. He likes Jets. He said he likes the Jets. Like the Jets. Well, no, no, Victor, Victor, I'm trying to be objective here, and just because I I was a former fan of them doesn't mean I, I have to pick against them. Or uh, or I should pick for him. I'm trying to get a unbiased analysis here, and it's obvious to me that there's a lot of issues in Cleveland, and one of them mainly is the quarterback. He's 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 learning on on the fly, and he's having growing pains. Peyton Manning had growing pains. Well, you see where he ended up. It's just a learning process, and Hugh Jackson and the team is gonna have to take his lumps. And one of the lumps that they're going to have to take is getting beat by the Jets. Your team, right? My former team. You know, you know, you're not going to get any hostility out of me, Victor. It's my former team. You're beating a dead horse here. I've, I've freely admitted this was my former team for a long time, and I got fed up with them, completely fed up with them, and. Since I since I left this team, they've been in total disarray, and have justified uh, justified me leaving that team. So even though they've 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 won so the last two games, is- wait a minute. Even though they've won the last two games, it's um um the p the p in the three shell game. It's a shell game. It's a shell game. Okay. So what you're saying is, since you left, they've become a horrible team. So it's your fault that the Jets are bad. Okay, all right, we can nope, accept that. No, what, what I'm, we all what I'm know saying, what I'm saying is this. Jets. What I'm saying is this: that they won two games earlier than I thought they would, 
and I'd be surprised if they get past five. Okay, that's fine. That's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Carry it. See, 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 folks, Victor's is... playing a game here, and, and and I'm not going to fall for the game. So he, he figures that he figures I'm going to try to stay true to my word and not get agitated and aggravated and, and lash out at him. So he's going to try to put all kind of subtle things in front of me uh, and little slaps in the faces and little <laughs> picks, picks here and there to try to get me going. But, Victor... It ain't happening today. Okay, that's fine. I mean, I'm not trying to do that, but if you want me to, I can. Victor, I know you will. I I know what you're trying to do, but that's okay. That's okay. Let's move on to Detroit hosting Carolina. Now, Cam Newton made – now, you know what? I'm about to get political, JT. Okay. Cam Newton – can say something dumb, which he did, no doubt about that's nothing, it. That's nothing about, new. Uh, uh, that is true. Uh, about women um, being surprised that a woman knows a route tree, da-da-da-da-da. So he loses a sponsorship in Dannon, and he has to make this big you know, apology, da-da-da-da-da. People are upset at Cam Newton. Got it. We have several people, namely one very important person making uh, statements <laughs> about a certain island that's part Let, of our let's, great let's move nation. On. Let's move on. No. L- no. I'm, move, I'm making my point. No. Victor? No. Victor? I will not. Victor. So, therefore, let's move on. no. What? What? Victor. What? Victor? Not let's right move now. On. Okay. So. Victor. It's Victor. Hi. Don't don't let that uh, Gemini slash Taurus come out in you. Let's move on. I, I am. I'm making my point about Cam Newton. I don't know. I am. I, I'm going on Cam Newton. So okay. uh, people can dun, say dun, these terrible things. Hey, 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 hey. So they can say these terrible things. I'm trying to save you, Victor. I'm trying to save save you, Victor. But I'm trying to save you, Victor. What are you doing? I have not listen. I have not said anything. What are you talking about? I'm talking about Rush Limbaugh. Who you thought? Who did you think I was talking about? Make your point. (laughs) Go ahead. You 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 might just just put your nail in your own coffin. Make your point. Russ Limbaugh is no one to me. I don't care about him. But okay. um, bottom line is Cam Newton has created a distraction from what's really going on in the world. I mean, um, in football, from the bad choices that he has made and talk that he has talked about this place, that place, and, and what's going to happen here and just wait and see. You know, Cam Newton... Is he, he's, I don't know if he's a registered Republican or not. I don't know that. I do know that he has a lot of conservative views. And he's allowing those views to come out on the field where he's flip-flopping. And you have players on his own team questioning him. Now, I say all this to say that Cam Newton 
is a very talented person, an athlete, but his decision making has not been that good. Now, yes, they're three and one. They are uh, Carolina is, but he doesn't have Greg Olson anymore, at least for like at least four or five more weeks. Doesn't have, uh, I guess, I don't know what's up with Kelvin Benjamin because he's not wowing anybody. Devin Funch has finally stepped up and and became something that is, is worth noticing, but I still would not get Funches off of the waiver wire just yet. Only because I need to see what happens when they start to double-team him or treat him like a, a actual threat in the passing game. Now we flip over to Detroit. Rock City. You know, they're going to probably vote in Chris, not Chris Rock, uh, Kid Rock as their senator because they're not that bright up there. Um, but Matthew Stafford has the same numbers, if not slightly better than Cam Newton right now. Passer rating, touchdowns, interceptions, uh, yards per game. things. That, so it's a mirror match. The only difference I see here is Detroit has the better offense. Golden Tate, Marvin Jones, who, by the way, is still on some people's waiver wire. If you haven't noticed, Marvin Jones gets the ball early on in the season. It's towards the end where they fade him for whatever reason, and Golden Tate picks up towards the end. I mean, I, I don't know why, but that's that's just has been their M.O. for the past two years uh, in Detroit. Amir Abdullah had his career best game as a running back. Now, he's questionable this week. And some people say don't run him against Carolina's defense. I'm not going to say that because Amir Abdullah can catch the ball too. Luke Coochley is a very good running back, and we all know this. I mean, not running back, linebacker, who can track the running back as well as the tight end. But he can't cover Ebron and Abdullah and Theo Riddick. It's not, he, he just can't. Um, and Carolina's defense isn't that great. For that reason, I'm going to pick, along with the uh, flip-flopping and apologizing and the fakeness of Cam Newton for who he is and some people that he associates with or voted for, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to pick Detroit in this game. JT? All right. He now, put the microphone down. Why no, did you no, put I the microphone in the headphones? Why did you do that? I didn't put the microphone You went down. away from the microphone. That is terrible. No. How do you figure I went away from the microphone? I'm sitting right next to it. What are you talking about? I'm just get, gathering my thoughts because yeah. what, I, what, what I'm about to say, if you just wait, Mr. Big Mouth, what I'm about to say is something. Oh, Mr. Big Mouth, really? Now I'm yes. Mr. Big Mouth? Yes, yes. People. Hostility, I hear. And, and, well, I mean, let me put it this way. This is a, reflex, <laughs> this is a reflection, and uh, this is something that I humbly am ashamed of admitting. Let me put it this way. All right, Victor, you probably don't remember this. You I remember it. No, no. No, no. Listen, just listen, please. Just <laughs> listen. Just listen. 
just listen, please. Years okay, back, we, 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 years back, and I remember this vividly when it came up when I heard what Cam said. Years back, um, we, we, we had a guest on there um, from Philly, and, I, and I'm, I'm trying to f- remember her name now. Oh, my God. Stephen A.? Um, no, no, no. Female. Um, she's a huge Philadelphia Eagle fan. Same birthday as yours. You talking about uh, yeah, Rachel. yeah, you're talking about NFL Rachel Frazier. Yes, yes. She was on the air. Yeah, Rachel Frazier. And, and, and one of the comments that I made was almost exactly to the words that Cam Newton made. And, and I, I forget who was on the you're air along with pig. And and you started laughing, and I didn't realize exactly what I was saying until I heard Cam Newton come out his mouth and say it. And I'm like, I can't believe I came out like that with her on the on the phone uh, on the show. So I humbly uh, um, apologize for that because uh, I just was like way off base and. Um, it, it just smacked me in my face as soon as I heard Cam say those same exact words. Um, almost, I'm not, I wouldn't say exact words, but very close to the words that I spoke when, uh, when she was on air. Victor, I know you remember this because you started laughing when I said it. Like, I can't believe you were saying that, but yeah, I, 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 I did say it, not realizing exactly. at, at, at the time. Not realizing at the time. So, um. So that's what I was going to say, because that is a dose of reality that I'm not too proud of, and, and I just wanted to bring it up to light. Um, didn't have to, could have just wait a minute. Just went past it. Didn't have to, but it wait really bothered me. It really bothered me when it I took heard you this what long, the, brother. What, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What, what I'm saying it took is you that long to realize. You, it, let me let me put it this way. It didn't take me that long, but to hear somebody say it and realize I had done something like that years back, uh, it really bothered me. It really bothered me. Not to say it didn't bother me after the fact when I said it, but when you hear something like that and when you know you've gone done something like that and you see it happen years after, you can't help reflect on that you acted like that or said something like that. And it really bothered me. I'm, I'm, you know, not to say I, 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 it t- took me this time to realize they made a mistake. No, the fact is it, it came up and, and brought a bad thought or bad experience back. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. All right. Now pick the game. I'm sorry. I like Detroit in this game. Um, I don't think, uh, what you saw from Cam Newton is a real deal. <laughs> I, I think that it, it was like a lot of other quarterbacks that playing New England. Um, and uh, I think you'll see the real Cam or the Cam you saw before the New England game come back. Um, but uh, Detroit is one of the better defenses in the league. And they're playing at home. You best to believe that they're, they're going to be um, fired up to not let Cam be Cam in this game. Um, 
That's all I got. All right, let's move on uh, to a game that's not really important other than the fact that Frank Gore finally gets the opportunity to get a little revenge. San Fran at Indianapolis. Now, listen, Jacoby Brissett has given Indianapolis a little bit of life, a little bit of life, because he's able to keep them in games. So this isn't going to be as easy of a game as most people would think. I'm going to tell you, I've been playing fantasy Daily Fantasy with DraftKings as well as FanDuel, two of our sponsors. Um, And I haven't lost one time this season. You know why? Because I'm picking players and teams that go against Indy, San Fran, Cleveland, and the Jets. I'm being dead serious. I'm giving away my secret right now. If you pick players and defenses that go against these four teams – you're, gonna, you're not going to spend a lot of money on those players, which means you can get better players at different positions. And in this game, San Fran should have won. I promise you, San Fran should have won last week. Yep. If not for that overtime, uh, you know, faux pas, they would yep. have one win going on number two. Um, I really think San Fran is a lot better team than, uh, than their record. Way better. And after this year, next year, they're going to be pretty daggone good under Shanahan. Uh, for that reason, and I know Frank Gore is going to want to get his yards, but he, they're not going to give him the ball but like 15, 16 times, and that's not enough for him to get what he needs. Um, so I'm going to go San Fran in this game, uh, but a, a pretty exciting game. Go ahead, JT. Well, San Fran is coming, coming to Indianapolis, a dome team, looking for a win. Um, Indianapolis has 136 points scored against them. 40 more than what San Fran had scored against them. It's This is a no-brainer. I'm not even going to go any further than that. I like San Fran. All right, let's go to a game that we briefly touched on. And honestly, I think it's the only... Now, I'm being honest here because I did pick Jacksonville to beat uh, Pittsburgh. I don't think that's really going to happen, but I'm picking them just because I, I want to uh, get Jerry's goat. But uh, You're not getting me anything. You are not getting anything. Okay. Well, this is the only game I think the South is going to win this week. Tennessee goes to Miami. And with all the rumblings of Dick Coach uh, Geis, or I can't get his name correct, uh, Gamble incorrectly on Jay Cutler and gave him $10 million to get this performance. You know, in the media, they've been saying all week, uh, or he's been defending Jay Cutler all week, talking about receivers got to get open, linemen got to block, defense got to do this. And all the while, he's not saying Jay Cutler is blameless, but he is saying that Jay Cutler uh, is not fully at fault. Um. I disagree. I think Jay Cutler is fully at fault because uh, he's made some bad decisions with the ball. And Jay Ajay has not been able to run really hard. So, and that's due to the line. Well, you know what? Now I got to backtrack because now I see what Gates was saying because the offensive line has not been making holes or cracks for uh, uh, Jay Ajay that uh, the running game has been suffering 
which meant that uh, you can double team Landry and you know Parker a little bit. Tight end hasn't been a factor, um, so it's kind of rough. But even if Mariota does not play this game, I believe Tennessee has the better chance of winning this game because Derrick Henry and Murray are going to get maybe 40 rushes in this game. I honestly think that this is going to be the same game plan that the Redskins used against the Rams. Run the ball. And they're going to beat up on Miami. Uh, And I think Tennessee, whether it's Billy Joe Holbert from back in the day, Marcus Mariota, or whomever the quarterback is in Tennessee, this is going to be a Derrick Henry slash DeMarco Murray type of game with Houston, I mean, excuse me, with Tennessee winning the game. What you got, JT? All right. Miami is playing three games. One of two teams have played, well, Tampa's played four games now. Miami's played three games. They've scored a total of 25 points. Just a slight bit more than eight points a game. Come on. Are you serious? Eight points a game for an NFL team? That's, to me, that's a direct reflection quarterback. That's a direct reflection on the quarterback. You can defend the quarterback all you want with the offensive line or whoever. But that quarterback should be able to generate more than eight points a game for his team. Miami has had 57 points scored against them in three games. That's, what, a little more than 14 points a game? 15 points a game, something like that? 16 points, 17 points a game, somewhere around there in three games. So if, you're, if the opposition is scoring 17, 18 points a game, and you are only being able to generate eight points a game, that's, that doesn't equate to, to wins. Doesn't equate to wins, even though Miami has won a game. A miracle. It's won a game. Um, and that was against the, um, um, the Chargers, who haven't won anything yet. Off of a missed field goal. Yes, who who hasn't won anything yet. So, and the last two games that they they, they played, now check this out. Miami's played the Jets in New York and New Orleans. And the grand total of points that they scored combined in those two games is six points. Six points. That's a direct reflection on the quarterback. Direct reflection on the offensive coordinator being, not being able to put his guys in a position to score points. And the offensive coordinator, the guy to call the plays, Adam Gase. So he's got to look himself in the mirror and try to find some offense and, and generate some offense and, uh, on his team and get his guys motivated to, to, to play. Otherwise, they're going to have another L. And they're playing the um, Tennessee Titans. In Miami, probably with Matt Castle, if they if Marcus Mariota sits out. Wow, this this game, you know, uh, this is a 
a game that Jay Cutler absolutely has to have. Miami Dolphins absolutely have to have to keep pace in the division and to sit, to show some life because they showed no life in the last two games. You know what? I'm going to buck the trend here. 25 points over the three games um, and, and that eight points a game. I think they come to life and they win in Miami. I like the Miami Dolphins. Yet another biased pick because he wants his stinking Texans to be above the Titans. It's okay. I understand. Moving on. Had, you, know what, Vic, you know what, Victor? Victor, Victor, before you go in here, I didn't even think about that. I was just, I was, I was just like I said, just bucking the trend. I really, I really was not thinking of just beating the Titans. I'm just thinking that Miami, playing in Miami because they played in L.A., they played in New York, and they played in London. They haven't had a home game yet. They haven't had a home game. This is their home, this first home game. That's why I'm picking Miami. They played in L.A. because of the storm, and that's why they had to buy the first week. Then they played the Jets, two games on the road, one from the West Coast going to the East Coast. And then they had to fly all the way to London to play the New Orleans Saints. This is their first home game. That's why I'm picking Miami. Are you getting a little angry in the way you're explaining your pick? It's okay. No, but, but, no, but what I'm trying ah. to explain, the logic and what, um, what, what's actually factual. That this is their first home game. They haven't played a home game, and they've this this is going to be their first home game in front of their fans. And I I, I think they're going to finally so, do something in this game, especially against a defense that's allowed 126 points against them. Yeah, 120, which has and Dick very LeBeau. bad. In the, Dick LeBeau and is very, going to fix that defense, and, and they're very bad in the passing game. This team, Tennessee, is very bad in the passing game, defending the pass. So that's why I'm picking Miami. I, I, I could care Pick less if it's, ten, if, 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 it's, if it's Tennessee and I want Tennessee to lose. I'm not even thinking about that. Oh, but you do Next. mean you want Tennessee to lose. But let's move on to a game <laughs> that has you are sure, you, you know, you're evil. Take you're evil, on man. the Giants. You are an evil person. You are an <laughs> evil, 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 the devious person. You know that, right? I hope you know that. Because you're trying every devious trick that you can possibly pull out your butt to get me to, 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 to react. And I'm not going to go there, Victor. Usa, usa, usa. <laughs> oh, you got a usa now? Okay. All right, Martin Lawrence. So, the Chargers <laughs> oh, and take four on Chargers. the Giants. Now, oh, and four Giants. Somebody's got to get a win Giants. here. You know, nope, no, they don't. They can go to a tie. Um, but, but, <laughs> I'm actually going to pick the Chargers in this game. The reason why I'm picking the Chargers in this game is because I believe Phillip Rivers and that offense is going to move the ball. And they're going to score on this Giants, uh, which is on the field way too long. Now, the Giants are going to have a running back that because uh, Paul Perkins is out. The Giants has a running back that pretty much nobody knows about, and he did pretty well last week. He generated some offense in the run game. They still lost. Here's the thing, though. 
The Chargers should be three and one right now. Their kicker missed three field goals that could have won them games. So, with that being said, I'm picking Phillip Rivers and the Chargers over the Giants. And uh, something's going to give in New York. Something's going to give. We'll see. All right. What you got, JT? All right. I, I, I've watched the Chargers and how they imploded. Um, I, I would have to say, um, besides the kicker, their coaching and clock management helped them lose at least two of those games. Um, um, inexperienced coached, especially in the first game, it was horrible clock management and um, uh, not being aware of um, down and distance uh, helped them lose that first game. Um, and I think it was either the last, the last game or the next to the last game that um, the coach – uh, made some crucial decisions at the wrong time. Um, and uh, um, that's why they're where they are now, 0-4. Um, the Giants, I, I told you already, the Giants have scored 60 points. That high, so-called high-powered offense has only scored 60 points in the first four games. That's 15 points a game. Most teams can't win scoring 15 points a game. 15 points a game with the offense that they're supposed to have that's supposed to be a, a, a dynamic offense. Whereas they, they've allowed 94, 95 points. Um, this game is being played in New York. Man, this is such a toss-up game. Wow. I think the the Giants are favored by three and a half, and that's probably because they're at home. Um, but the dysfunction in, in the play calling, the coaching, and the play on the field on both sides. Wow. I'm I'm I'll pick the home team. I think they I think they find a way to 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 uh, to desperately get a win. I like the Giants, but I'm I'm not happy about it. I'm not comfortable with it. But I but I gotta pick I gotta pick somebody to win. I'll pick a home team. Okay, moving on. Uh, now Arizona won in in great fashion last week versus San Fran with Larry Fitzgerald catching that last-second touchdown in overtime. With three minutes left in overtime, Arizona marches downfield with Carson Palmer and fits in the end zone to win the game. Philly, my pick to win the NFC East, has looked very, very good, only losing to Kansas City. And in a game, they had a shot to win. This is going to be a very good game, um, High scoring, I believe, because uh, Fletcher Cox isn't playing. And without Fletcher, that defensive line is good, but not as great as it has been in the past. Uh, Now, Arizona, one-trick pony right now. You don't know if Ellington's going to be the running back or if uh, Johnson's going to be running back. Neither one has been good on the ground. But Ellington has been very good in the passing game. I think he caught like eight of ten targets last week. And that's a lot when you got Larry Fitz and you got JJ and you got a couple other receivers out there. High uh, passing rate 
to the running back. Um, with that being said, it's in Philly. I believe Philly goes four and one. Arizona, uh, not so two and three. What you got, JT? Plain and simple. Top three in scoring. Top three, top four in scoring is Philly. Um, Arizona's got problems. They can't run the football. All they're trying to do is pass it now. Uh, Carson Palmer is a statue. I love Carson Palmer as a quarterback, um, but uh, his time is coming. Uh, his time for being a, a player in this league is coming uh, uh, to an end quickly. And um, they won't win this game. I like Philly. All right, let's move on to the next game. Uh, now, we already talked about Jacksonville-Pittsburgh, so I'm going to leapfrog that. But here's an interesting game. To me, it's very interesting because I don't think Todd Gurley's going to have the explosion that he's had thus far. The guy has, what, nine touchdowns or seven touchdowns within five, four games already? But he's taking on Seattle. Granted, seven touchdowns in L.A. on grass. Seven touchdowns in four games. Uh, It's interesting how a change of offensive coordinator and offensive philosophy brings out the best in this guy and the team. Because that defense, its first year in the 3-4, it's looking pretty daggone good. Pretty daggone good. Better than I thought. Um, But Seattle's coming in, and they lose Carson who was clearly their best running back. He's gone for the year. So Eddie Lacy steps back in. Procise and Rolls are in the, uh, as, in the mix as well. But now you go back to a situation where you don't know who your every down back is and running style and, and blocking and all that. Um, I do think Seattle's going to win the game. But L.A. always plays them tough. Always plays them tough. So it wouldn't surprise me. If they squeak out a victory here and become four and one, but I think it's more likely Seattle goes two, I mean three and two, uh, and making Rams three and two. Your thoughts, JT? They're playing in LA. Am I right about that? And but really doesn't really doesn't make a difference where they play, because for whatever reason, even though it's Wayne. Uh, uh, Wade Phillips now versus um, um, the other offensive coordinators that were, I mean, defensive coordinators that were were, with uh, the Rams. Uh, They seem to have the formula for for frustrating Seattle, whether it's in Seattle and especially when it's in, in, well, used to be St. Louis now in in LA and they've carried it into LA as as a problem for the Seattle uh, Seahawks and Russell Wilson. Now they've added an offense, the highest scoring offense in the league, scoring over 30 points. I love this coach. I absolutely love Sean McVay. I told my nephew two, two, maybe two, at least two seasons ago, maybe last year, you want to you look at guys in fantasy, look at the OC. Look at the offensive coordinator, his philosophy and, and what, what, what he does, especially with the quarterback. Um, or, or whatever, whatever um, strong parts he has in his offense. Sean McVay is one of those guys. 
got the best out of Kirk Cousins when he was in Washington. And he's getting the best out of a lot of people who thought this guy was a total bust, Jared Goff. Now he goes up against Seattle in L.A. with a high-powered offense, with these young guys being super confident, with a Wade Phillips-led defense now going against a shaky. You never know what you're going to get with the Seattle offense, especially with that offensive line. I like L.A. Rams in this game. All right, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. Uh, but bank on Seattle. Let's move on to a game that okay. I know David thinks he might want to play, but I believe they've already ruled him out. Uh, but David Carr has to I don't know. I don't know what, what's going to happen. But Oakland needs to find a way to get Crabtree and, and Cooper involved. I know Cooper's dropping the ball left and right. I got it. Um, but Baltimore, they haven't thrown the ball well. They haven't run the ball well. They're still 2-2 two and two because of their defense. Yep. Oakland, I know E.J. Manuel is going to be the quarterback this week, but this can be a game where Beast Mode, I know they've been trying to feed him, but they can feed him and use play action to beat Baltimore. Because if Carr was in this game, no-brainer. No brainer, but he's not, um, which makes it a little bit more difficult for me to pick Oakland. Um, but I'm going with the Raiders. Baltimore Flacco, he's not who you need him to be fantasy wise. He should be on waivers, definitely. He should be on waivers. <laughs> yep. Uh, Baltimore. Uh, I don't. I don't know what to say other than. That's not the team you want right now. Uh, so I'm going to Oakland. Go ahead, JT. Well, check this one out. Oakland is 2-2. Two and two. A great 2-2, two and two, and I'm being sarcastic. The two games, the two teams they won was in Cincinnati, the first home, the home opener for Cincinnati, who and Cincinnati absolutely stunk and, and haven't been really that right since, okay, Cincinnati. And Cleveland, with a rookie quarterback and pieces that are still trying to find themselves in Cleveland. You know who he lost to? They lost to Jacksonville and Jacksonville. It got blown out. You know who he lost to? They played home against the division rival Pittsburgh and only could generate nine points. So what are they going to do going cross country and playing in Oakland, even though David Carr is out? Go home with a big, fat L. I like Oakland. Okay, let's move on. Uh, Now, this is a game that I'm hoping Green Bay does serious damage to. Devontae Adams is is going to be playing. I hope they beat the crap out of Dallas. Devontae Adams playing. That's great for for them. Um, He's best concussion protocol. I really want to see... I really want to see Green Bay continue their dominance over Dallas. Uh, Zeke, they're going to feed him. They're going to feed him. Just just know that. But can the Dallas secondary, after letting uh, L.A. come back on them, down 20, letting L.A. come back 
and score, um, what, 25 unanswered points? Not unanswered. I shouldn't say that. Yeah, it was unanswered because it was like 30 to, to 10 at some point. Green Bay can put numbers up. And against this Dallas secondary, I see it happening again. Green Bay wins this going away. JT. Well, this is I don't know if it's I don't I don't know what kind of stat this is, but I'm gonna put it out there anyway. Dallas has scored ninety five points in four games. Dallas has had ninety seven points scored against them. That tells me their defense is not that good. And the offense is not much better. Um they're playing in Dallas, which is a a supposed to be a a positive thing for the home team. But you got to believe that um, Green Bay getting Devontae Adams back. That means they have Cobb, Adams, Jordy Nelson, um, and company back, along with uh, probably Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. Um, because Ty Montgomery is probably not going to play this week um, in that powerful offense with for, for Aaron Rodgers. Maybe close, but Green Bay wins. All right, last game of the week, and uh, comes a good time because we've got like five minutes left in the show. Well, three minutes left in the show. So let's get this done, JT. We're talking about Monday Night Football, Minnesota at Chicago. Now, here's the deal. Trubisky starts for Chicago. And he's very exciting. He looks that way in, in preseason. He, he likes to find the open man, and I think he can. Um, Minnesota. I still don't think Case Keenum can do anything. Top, you know, add on to the fact that Cook is out. Latavius Murray gets his first start of the season, and his first carry of the season was a fumble, and then he didn't see the field again. So Jarek McKinnon is somebody you might want to look at as well because uh, they're going to be throwing a lot. I honestly believe Chicago, the rookie quarterbacks this year, are showing why they deserve to play. Maybe not Kaiser, but they do. I think Trubisky comes in and uh, does a number on Minnesota's defense and wins the game. Now, Jordan Howard, banged up or not, that kid's going to play. I think he gets in the end zone. The problem is with Trubisky, the only person I see him throwing the ball to is Miller. I picked him up. You know, he didn't do much with Glennon, but I think the tight end is going to be his best friend uh, as he, you know, starts his career as the Chicago Bear uh, quarterback. Ty Diggs, or or not Ty Diggs, um, Stephon Diggs, Look for him to go deep. He can go deep on the Chicago secondary. But can Keenum, you know, make the right read? He and Thielen have accounted for almost 190, you know, yards of Minnesota's offense every game. Where is the tight end, Rudolph? Not using him. You know, we'll see what happens. But I got Chicago in this game uh, in a minor upset. Minor upset. What you got, JT? I've always been saying the best friend to a young uh, um, quarterback is the, the tight end. 
So, yeah, the tight end probably going to be used early and often. Uh, the pieces that weren't um, benefiting from Mike Glenn overthrown or inaccuracy, I should say, are going to benefit from Mr. Trubisky if he can be more accurate. I would go and uh, and I'll give you, I'll be giving you some tidbits tomorrow about guys that I really like receivers, running backs, tight ends. Um, I, there, there's it as weeks go on. There's more guys out there that um, people aren't realizing are going to be up and coming guys or be put in the right situation and circumstance if, if a player gets hurt. And uh, you should be. You should be the first person there. I, I like uh, uh, Minnesota to win this against a young quarterback, but he, he's at home, so he'll be comfortable, and, and uh, we'll see what happens from there. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the master plan. That's where I'll be tomorrow morning. Ladies and gentlemen, I know a lot of you guys are listening because I've been talking about it while I was in the field. Tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, check out Jerry's show. It's, he's the master. It's called The Master Plan. He's going to give you some of those tips on some of those people you need to pick up to fill some holes with some injured players, plus your bye week misses, like Atlanta's out. The Redskins are gone. Uh, uh, a few other teams are on bye week. He'll fill those holes for you. Until next week, we'll see you next season. We're out. Thanks, JT. You know I love you, right? Take care, my man. You want to talk back? You in the right place. So take a step back before I get all up in your face. I know you got to live, you know I got mine. But there's like 50 other dudes holding on the phone line. Your voice will be heard, sir. Next caller, please. And if I don't concur, we can agree to disagree. We talk your fantasy, sports, and